You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. You have just joined Changing Lives, and we are changing lives with the Word of God. I'm so glad you joined me this time, and I'm excited, as always, for the Word of God. And today, I'm going to talk with you about deliverance from people. Yeah, we all need it, right? Deliverance from people. And uh, I think as I reflect back on my life that I can see in different phases of my life how it was a, a major issue uh, dealing with people. And I can remember as early as, you know, being, you know, really in college and thinking, I just wish I didn't have to deal with people. And a wake up call to me was that all throughout my life, I would have to deal with people because God did not place me on an island. And so I think it's critical in our lives that we recognize um, the importance of being delivered from people. And, you know, of course, God created us and he created us to have um, uh, people that that we're connected to, whether it be through our family structure or through association, um, you know, in just different places in our lives. And so God is a God of love and he loved the world and he loved, of course, believers. And so that's how we ought to be. So I'm not talking about getting rid of people, <laughs> I'm not talking about, you know, picking people off or anything like that. What I am talking about is getting a hold of who you are in Christ to the point where you're able to uh, flow in your life in such a way where people, uh, people's opinions, um, what other people are doing, uh, and or even what other people have done to you doesn't impair you from moving forward in your life and being all that God has called you to be. And I think all of us need to strive for that to be our goals, okay? And so I want to start out in 2 Thessalonians, the third chapter. And I'm going to read 1 through 3, um, but in particular, I'm going to focus in on verse 2. And it says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have its free course and be glorified, even as it is with you and that they may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And so in the second verse, it says that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. And so that's a very strong verse right there, because it lets us know that as much as we want everybody to be good. We know that everyone's not a good person. And um, even when uh, you're saved and you have other Christians, everybody doesn't have the same level of character and intentions and motives and all of those things. And so, and so the scripture it's, it's letting us know that <laughs> this is what we need to focus in on praying, you know, that we be delivered from those types of people in such a way where no, not that we get rid of them, but we don't allow them to, um, to, to drive our lives and to put us in bondage. And so in the Amplified version, it says this, and that we may be delivered from perverse, improper, unrighteous, and wicked, actively malicious men for not everybody has faith and is held by it. Another version says not everybody, not every believer is a believer, you know, because sometimes we wear this title of Christian, but 
we need to do a little bit more investigation to find out, you know, is, is your Christian uh, uh, relate life based on a relationship with God? Is it based on the word of God or is it just a title that says that I'm a good person? So there is a major difference. But um, but in this, we see that, of course, when we look through all our lives, you know, we we have to deal with people. And sometimes people can really put us in bondage. Unfortunately, there are many who have dealt with uh, various issues in their past, um, whether it be through family members uh, that has dealt harshly or evil or um, done things to um, that person. Um, or if it's just someone that just has not learned how to be confident in who they are and walk in, in their identity uh, that God gave them. And so we need deliverance from people. In another version, it talks about being a people pleaser, pleaser of men. And um, and so it's critical. In Colossians, the third uh, chapter, the 23rd verse, uh, this is what it says. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward of the of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall receive from the wrong which he has done. And there is no respect of person. So it's kind of like putting it all together and saying that whatever you do in life, you want to do it for the Lord. You don't want to do it to please men. You don't want to do it to, to please people in any way, shape or form. And so we should be doing it as unto the Lord. So as we get into the different uh, aspects of uh, being delivered from people, we'll see how critical this verse is because as Christians, our lives should be ultimately to please God and no matter what we do. But a lot of times because we interact with people, especially like in church or in our uh, family structure, um, we can veer into uh doing things to make people happy. Um, and sometimes even our motives, even though making someone happy is not a bad thing within itself, but you have to check the reason why you're trying to make somebody happy, um, your motive behind trying to make somebody happy. And sometimes it's, it's, it's because of, um, things that we may have dealt with in the past and our motive is we don't want to be rejected. Um, our motive is that we don't, we don't want uh, people to look bad at us. We, we want people to think good of us and really, you know, in and of itself, that's not a bad thing. But when we're driven by the opinions of man and not wanting people to think bad at us, you're, you're going to have a rude awakening to hopefully that one day you'll recognize that, Everybody's not going to think good of you. There's always going to be someone that's not happy with you, you know, and so we'll talk about their situation, you know, why they're, you know, you can have everything going right for you and you should be celebrated or encouraged or pushed. But then you always have someone who's jealous, who hates you, who, you know, who, who talks bad about you. And for what reason? Why? It's because of what they're dealing with in their own lives. So we'll talk about that a little later. Um, but let's just talk about opinions because, you know, I can, you know, remember growing up in life and, and, um, you know, in my family, you know, just wanting, uh, 
uh, uh, people to be happy. But then when you begin to venture out of your family structure in particular and, and you know, the school system and at school, um, who wants to be left out? Nobody wants to be isolated or left out. Right. And so and so because of that, you want to make sure that people think well of you. Um, and we tend to do things that would make people want to accept us. Um, and so if their opinion is that we're likable, then we know that they can accept us. And so, um, and so, you know, but in the word of God is it, it's really, um, it's very strong about, um, veering towards the opinions of man, what man thinks of you. Um, and, um, you know, how does man handle you and, and, and um, um, gives their stamp of approval to you? And so um, you can see examples in the Bible where if, if man um, were to put their stamp of approval on someone based on their standards, it will fall short. And it's always man picking people based on their uh, fleshly uh, credentials, you know, and so when I look at people in the Bible, such as Rahab and a, such an unlikely person to be used by God, she was a prostitute, but yet she was used in, uh, you know, to help uh, the, the the people that were on God's side, God's army, God's spies, and when they went in to spy the land, to be set free and to keep from being captured by the enemy, and. Um, and so God used her, and as a result of her obedience and 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 faith, and being used uh, to to help to save uh, the men of God, God promoted her, and even through her lineage, Jesus Christ, you know, became, you know, uh, was born. And so, um, and so, but if we go by man, if we would have said, you know. You know, if, if if in that story of the spies going into the promised land to check things out, if um, they would have said, OK, now I need someone to go pick, pick somebody that is that is worthy or that can, you know, help to, you know, protect these men that are going in, these men of God. You know, if we were to leave it to man, more than likely Rahab would never in a million years have been picked. And so. um and then I look at also the life of of David and uh, with David, David was a shepherd boy and he he was a shepherd tending his father's sheep. And we know the story story about his his older brothers who were much more stately than than he was. And, um, you know, probably stronger with muscles built and all that stuff. And they went out to battle and all that. And his 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 uh, brothers really looked down on David because they felt like they had it going on, you know, and um but when you look at the life of David and how God used him in such a great way, had David really depended on the opinions of his brothers, he would have never slain the giant. He probably would have never gone on to be a mighty man of valor and to lead other mighty men of valor. And so um, so it's critical that we begin to recognize that the opinions of men, if it's not based on the word of God, it's really 
should not be something that affects you. I mean, we're on Twitter and, you know, Instagram and all these social media, you know, platforms. And we're looking to, you know, uh, you know, to get information and to get friends and things like that and to interact with people. And we have different people who will give their comments and things like that. But one of the things that I have come to terms with is to recognize that if their um, opinions or if they're not coming from a place where it is full of the love of God, then it has no effect in my life or I choose to not allow it to have any effect in my life. And so someone can make a comment, you know, and say, you know, whatever they want to say, first of all, they don't know me. Okay. Um, But then yet they're going to have, you know, take up time to, to make an opinion or make a statement about me or, you know, about you um, that you're supposed to think that it matters. No, even if it's a bunch of people that make comments that are negative or, uh, you know, based on their assumptions or whatever, if it's not if it's not based on uh, the love of God and uh, even the word of God, then you don't deserve my time. You don't deserve my my energy. You don't deserve me taking the time to read whatever comments or whatever you have. And so even in life, you know, you know, sometimes we we are striving to please other people because we we want them to think well of us. Um, and sometimes we're trying to please people who really don't have the same agenda, aren't going in the same direction that we're going, you know, and um, and for what? You know, and so so you really have to stop and think about how we're trying to please man. In um, first Corinthians one twenty seven, it says, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world, um, things which are despised. Have God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. And so it goes to show that really the God, you know, how God, you know, God's opinion of us is totally different from the opinion of man. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it can be quite offensive, you know, to 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 the world, you know, because because, you know, and so just like with Rahab, it, it was foolish you know, it would have been a, it would have been foolish to the world to use a prostitute to help to set men of God free. Um, and so it would have been foolish to use, you know, a little ruddy shepherd boy, stinky. And, you know, you know, uh, and no one's interested in him to be used to slay giants and to lead mighty men into battle and to show the world how to worship God in spirit and in truth. It just doesn't make sense, you know? And so one of the things that we have to do is to put in perspective when we're dealing with people, talking about being being delivered from people is putting into perspective where are people coming from, okay? And so I think that's a key thing. Also think about Joseph. Joseph, when he was, you know, with his family and his brothers hated him, they did not like him. Why? Because he had favor with his father and because he had a call on his life, you know? And so, but didn't they have a call in their life too? Yeah, but they probably aborted it because they were so stuck on, you know, trying to, you know, drive Joseph's life, you know, and to, um, you know, to destroy his life. And so, but when 
when you look at that, you see, um, you know, Joseph could have tried to please man, you know, and um, he would have never uh, been uh, elevated and promoted, you know, to be in the highest place, you know, uh, in the government and to be the one of the main people to help to deliver his people when they were in a famine in the worst part of the history in that time, you know, uh, for the people. Uh, of God. And so, so I, so again, put it in perspective when you're dealing with people, whether you're dealing with people through social media, whether you're dealing with people through, um, in your, um, you know, even in your family structure, whether you're dealing with people, um, you know, even in the church, you know, and so, and what do I mean by putting it in, in perspective? Um, you sometimes you may know what people go through in life. Sometimes you may know where people are coming from. You know, um, sometimes you may know their testimony. Sometimes you may not, you know, and especially if you don't really know um, where people are coming from, you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But that should be a filter for you that, you know, you have to pull back and find out, okay, where is all this negativity coming from? Okay. Um, if it if you can tell, okay, well these are these are ungodly people. These are malicious people. These are people who don't love God. These are people who don't serve God. But what about when negative stuff or or, or um, the opinions of men come from other people, people that you know are Christians. You know that they love God. You know that you know they love you. It may be in your family, but sometimes they may come across with their opinions based on what's going on in their life. If they've experienced failure and uh, disappointment in their life, then sometimes they will handle other people through that lens. And so if they see you trying to move forward in your life and try to do things, you know, to make your life better and you share something with them, they may come across negative you know, you know, negatively with what you presented to them. And then if you're so stuck on their opinion, then you're going to abort, you know, what God gave you to try, you know, you know, as far as your destiny to try to please them, you know, because you were stuck on their opinion. So again, you have to deal with men according to knowledge, deal with them according to where, where, where are they coming from? You know? And so sometimes, you know, you don't want to just dismiss people, you know, because, you know, I think it is important to have people in your life that, you know, you can go to and, you know, um, run things by them and, or ask them for wisdom and guidance and direction. And we, 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 value their opinion to a great degree. But again, it's based on where is it coming from? Is it coming from a foundation of being rooted and grounded in love? Is it coming from a foundation of being mature in Christ um, and, and loving God? And is it coming from a place of, of people that uh, just have a heart like God? You know, and so those are things to think about when you when when, when you're looking at being delivered from people. Another thing I think is important is, you know, embracing your real identity. When you embrace your real identity and you know who you are in Christ, then the, you're going to be a person that's going to be uh, good at not allowing people to hold you in bondage. Okay. And so I think that's critical because God gives us an identity and he gives us, uh, you know, uh, clear um boundaries of who we are and what we can do and can't do. And if you don't know what that is, 
then you're going to seek to follow after people that, you know, will run your life. And you don't want to do that. You, you, you know, I mean, even with the world, you know, in Luke 9, 25, it says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and then lose his soul? OK, um, forfeit it, you know, just ruin, ruin, ruin your life because you're looking at other people to to define who you are, um, to to give you affirmation for who you are. Are you even looking at family members to give you affirmation? And if it doesn't come from uh, where the root should be, starting from the root should come from your identity and Christ, then you'll grow up and you'll try to be like your, 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 your big brother who may not be the best example. Or you try to be like this person in church, which they may have their own. I mean, they do, they have their own identity and they're flowing in there purpose but then you're trying to be like them because you you want you you just want other people you know to to think well of you or to like you or to you just want to be popular you know or whatever favorite like them you know and so to me that's being caught up and being in bondage to people and you need deliverance from people okay we need to learn how to be able to interact with people to shop in one another, to to encourage one another, um, you know, to um, to love one another, to serve one another, all those things without being in bondage to them. OK, and so that's a mouthful right there. And that's critical. Right. So um, but when we seek, you know, when we seek approval from others, you you need to make sure it's balanced. OK. And um you know, and so really first, before you try to seek, seek approval from anybody, it should be, God, I want to please you. I want to make you happy. I want, I want, you know, that whatever I do in life, that it brings you glory. And at the end of the day, I'm not looking for somebody else to say, well done, you did good. No, I'm looking to God for him to say, well done, you did good. And then it's wonderful if others say it, but what really matters is if God says, well done, you did good, okay? Um, another thing that is, is um, I think acceptance is a, is a big thing um, for, for people who, you know, who really need deliverance from people. And, um, and we'll, we'll go into depth and, and, and part two, dealing with um, that acceptance, because acceptance a lot of times is laced with um, or can be underlined with a spirit of rejection. OK, sometimes people who uh, may have been adopted or who may have been abused um, or people who, you know, may have had um disappointments in relationships. Maybe, maybe your dad was never there. Um, and you feel rejected. Why, why was he never there for me? You know? And of course that's a whole nother story of what they may have been going through or, you know, whatever, you know, why weren't they present? Why, why didn't they come? Why didn't they support you? Why didn't, why didn't they want to know who you were or get to know you and to be with you uh, in your life? And so that's, that's connected a lot of times to rejection. And so a lot of times when we go forward in our lives, you know, if we haven't dealt with rejection that you may have been, uh, um, you know, uh, have, that you may have been um, impressed with, you know, in your earlier childhood life or whenever, um, then you, as you move forward, Either you're going to really, really repel people 
or you're going to go to the opposite end and really, really seek to be accepted by people. You know, you really, really don't want um, to experience rejection from anyone else. So you're going to do everything you can to, you know, to to be accepted. You're not going to, you know, be contrary. You you're going to say yes to practically everything they ask you to do when you know that it's over your head and there's no balance in that. But still, you don't you don't want to be rejected ultimately. So you do what needs to be done in order to be accepted, you know, for whatever. And so that can be very um, dangerous and and detrimental to your to your health. Okay, your health um, and your identity. And so in First Thessalonians 2, 4 says, but just as we have been approved by God, to be entrusted with the glad tidings, the gospel. So we speak not to please men, but to please God who tests our hearts, expecting them to be approved. And, you know, when, when we hunger to be approved or accepted, a lot of times um, it's fear also that's connected to that um, because it's rejection or, or fear of disapproval. So fear can get in there. And we know that fear paralyzes with fear. You can't move forward um, with fear. It, it causes you to be stuck um, where you are. And so um, so I, th- I think that's really, really critical. So as we look at being delivered from people, look at who are you trying to please, you know, um, um, you know, which is connected to you wanting to be accepted. So you don't want to be disapproved of, or you don't be want to be rejected. Um, uh, why are we so concerned about the opinions of man? All that can be connected to rejection to, or disapproval or wanting to be accepted, um, wanting to be liked, wanting to be um, popular or whatever. Um, so look at those areas. Um, and then, like I said, it's connected to, um, our identity. And so I want to leave with leave you with this and, and we'll continue on because I think this is critical because I believe it's also connected to that message that I ministered about um, offense because, um, you know, there's there is trying to please other people, but then there's also you can't get along with people because of offense. And that to me, you need deliverance. You know, why is it that you can't get along with people? Why is it that you can't, you know, have harmony with other people? Why is it, you know, things are going good on your job and then all of a sudden, you you know, you know, you have to quit your job because you can't get along with people. So there's things that we have to look at, you know, to to see what is it that we need deliverance from people? But I think one of the biggest things is opinions of people being accepted, um, being a people pleaser. Those are some of the three main areas where we need deliverance. And so to me, all of that is connected to that identity that I talked to talk to you about. So I'm reminded of this scripture, Hebrews 10, 35, and it says this, and this is something that God has given to us. When we gave our lives to him, he gave us everything we need to be who he called us to be. Okay, so he formed us, he made us, he fashioned us. So we had our identity already wrapped up into um, our salvation when we gave our life to Jesus Christ. Now we had to walk it out. We had to learn what that meant. And, um, you know, and, and the enemy would do whatever he can to keep us from it. But this is what the scripture says in Hebrews 10, 35. Cast not away, therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. 
Let me read it again. Hebrews 10, 35, cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of a reward. The more you know about God, the more you know about who you are, the more you know about your identity. And the more you know about your identity, the more confident you become. So this scripture is telling us, don't cast away your confidence. Because when you cast away your confidence, you're going to lose all the benefits that come with being confident in who you are in Christ. And so, you know, as you look at that part that says, you have great recompense of reward. So that means there's great reward in being confident, being confident in who you are in Christ. Amen. And so I want to encourage you that as we go uh, through these um, podcasts and dealing with being deliverance, delivered from people, that you really look introspectively and you know, see, do I really need to be delivered from people? Okay. Check. Are you trying to be accepted by people? You know, sometimes we'll go out of our way, you know, to, to do things to, to please people. And then we get disappointed when we, when they don't, when they're not pleased with what we've done, you know, and um, how do you handle that? How do you deal with that? If you put all your hope and man to, to affirm you or to make you happy or to, to accept you. And then when they don't, you know, then, then we fall apart, you know, and, and that's not God, how God designed it. He designed it that we get our confidence in him, our acceptance in him, that we, we take on his opinion of us, of us. Okay. And, and we seek to please him. Okay. So get God's opinion, seek to please God, not man. All right. And get your acceptance. You're already accepted in the beloved. <laughs> we are beloved. We, we are loved of him and we are accepted. When we gave our life to him, we became accepted. So we, we can stop our striving and struggling to try to get people to like us, to get try to get people to get on our side, to try to get people's approval. OK, so cast not away your confidence. OK, it has great recompense of reward. You will get great rewards from being confident in Christ and who you are. God bless you. I'll see you next time. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.org.